from an undisclosed location somewhere in America. It's the talk of the town with Tracy Landine and friends. With Tracy Lundin. Check, check, check. I got it. Hello. Hey, there they go. They work today. Mine, I can't hear mine in the headphones like I can hear Andy's. Andy's is booming. Hello. Yeah, you got a booming voice. You can bring Andy down a little bit. All right. Check, 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 check. All right. Check, check, check. check. Wait, we good this now? Is, this is professional radio. Yes. We should have done this during the news. Oh, why would we do that? Because the news is idiotic. Oh, this is Talk of the Town, by the way. We're brought to you by Ben Ford Auto Center featuring Ben Ford Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Yes, it's called Talk of the Town with Tracy and Friends, friend of the day, Andy Perfetti. How you doing, Andrew? I am doing fantastic. Good. Thank you for the apple fritter. You're welcome. Very good. I ate half. So I, <laughs> it just brought to my attention that Jim Caesar doesn't bring in no. treats for you guys. No, Jim does not bring treats. And, I, and by the way, I took him out to lunch at Big Daddy's the other day. I paid. He's got more money than Jesus. He does. I don't know. And he walks on water. Yep. There's similarities. All right, anyway. Ah, what? Uh, so this has been a heck of a week. Can you? Yeah. This has been one uh, one heck of a week. A lot of stuff went on. I mean, the first thing we did was we we spring ahead, we fell back. So we we finally got to the point where it's not pitch black at nine in the morning, <laughs> but it's pitch black at five. Oh my yeah. god, four thirty! This is awful. It's like I'm so tired, I want to go to bed at five five in the afternoon. Yeah, like four thirty supper, go to bed. I hunted yesterday until four forty five. Yeah, I could technically hunt till five. But at 4.45, I'm like, well, if I get one now, I have to look for it in the dark. You can't see anything. It's dark. You know what it is? Tyler Walters back behind the Hi, board. how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Doing very good. <laughs> <laughs> good old Tyler. The The team the team is in the studio. and we, uh, We've got a big show this morning, just kind of recapping all kinds of things that have happened during the week. But let's get to the temperatures because that's what we just introduced the temperatures here brought to you by North Star Heating and Cooling, whether it's warm or cold outside. North Star will keep you comfortable inside. And the big thing I want to say right now, happy Veterans Day, Andrew Perfetti. And happy Veterans Day to all of you veterans and current, uh, it counts if you're in the military now too, no, just, just veterans. Okay, we have to get these things straight because CBS News yesterday talked about honoring those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. They can't get it straight. That's Memorial Day. Yeah, Veterans Day is for those that served. Those that have served. Okay, now would it count if you've served active duty and now you're, say, a reservist? Then it would, wouldn't it? You know what? I think everybody that serves should be celebrated today. I do, too. And Reservist National Guard. I mean, I think we should play that song, Celebrate It. Doesn't necessarily make you a veteran. I think to be a veteran, you have to serve, you know. Well, Andy, thank you for your service. You did a tour in Bosnia, I think, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you you were in the action. And later on, we'll be joined uh, on the show by our mayor-elect. And he served, uh, he did a tour in... Afghanistan. So 
You guys, uh, I was uh, in the lottery during Vietnam. So any other time, I would have been proud to serve my country like my father did, my uncles did, in WW2, the big one. The big one. And uh, and uh, I would have been. But Vietnam, at that point, <laughs> I feel so bad for my friends that, that had to serve in Vietnam. If you didn't have to go, you were lucky. Yeah, and I got lottery picked over three. Oh, the number was like 355 or something. So there wasn't... They were taking through 180, I think, when I got... My father was lucky, too. Yeah, yeah. and I do consider it lucky uh, mm-hmm. because, like I say, under any other circumstance, I would have been listed in World War II. You know, somebody had to stay home and watch the girlfriends. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy. All right, anyway, thank you for your service. Thank you, all My of you. My pleasure. Now let's do the temperatures. What do you say? Did I say brought to you by North Star Heating and Cooling? Yeah, I think you did at least I, once. You know, it's hard <laughs> to remember because I keep digressing this morning. It's 32 at Duluth International, 32 in Aiken, 35 in Ashland. Uh, Silver Bay coming in at 33 this morning, Cloquet 32, downtown Duluth 36, Chibbing 29, Hayward 34, Minneapolis where the cityites are getting up, doing whatever it is they do, uh, 35. Moose Lake, 34. Solon Springs, 34. Superior. Now, it's back to the boom town, Andy? Yeah. Because yeah. Halloween's over. Well, Halloween's never really over. Christmas yeah. City is Duluth. we got to give that to Duluth. Yeah. Because they call themselves Christmas City. And uh, so in Superior, it's 33. And in Two Harbors, it is... 32. Now, let's get to the temperatures that really matter. They got a little tracking snow overnight up at Lake Vermilion. Eric Urkel is out on the uh, the Whitetail Death March, as he likes to call it. Uh, 32 up there. Gilbert, famous Nick's Bar, that's where they'll all be heading after the hunt. 28. Apache Junction, where the cool people live. That's Arizona, by the way. 60, Is it hot there? 62. No, it's a... It's a good season now in uh, that, that old area. Much more tolerable. 70s and 80s. Oh. You know? Uh, Bonita Springs, Florida. Not that far from Fort Myer. It is 74 this morning. Silver Bay, I said, the aforementioned Silver Bay, which we have to research ourselves because the National Weather Service can't find Silver Bay. I've been told they exist. They do? Yeah. Okay. Is that where Bigfoot lives? Uh, I, I don't know about that, but I know I like born too late. Just played a show there, not too. Oh, they did. Ago. Okay, thirty-three, Hibbing, where Tammy is reporting overcast skies, and uh, Tammy, I think, had a birthday here recently. Okay, you've been telling me that she really exists. Yeah. Are you going to get her to call in and prove her existence one of these days? <laughs> she's not just a, a well, character from your. Yeah, she's pretty private. She's very private. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if she's private. I just made that up, actually. That's why I'm wondering if she's real. No, she's real. She's 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 the real deal. Tammy's a good egg. And it's, uh, she's telling us it's 30 degrees in Hibbing. And if she says it's 30, damn it, it's 30. Okay. Okay? And then Mike Chase, 30 degrees down in Kenyon. Canyon? Canyon. Yeah. Ken- Canyon? Isn't that Canyon's north of Duluth, isn't yeah. it? Or is he in Kenya? Now, that's in Africa. Is he north of Duluth and just pronounces it south of Duluth? I don't know. He's got an accent. Okay. Yeah. Hard to say. 
Okay, in the, on the uh, delay with the uh, streaming, he should be hearing what we said, what, right about now? Uh, I don't know what the delay is on the app or the, the website, but it's a... Uh... There you go. Bing, ding, ding, bing, bing, bing. Those are your temperatures brought to you by North Star Heating and Cooling, whether it's warm or cold outside. North Star will keep you comfortable inside, and they're keeping me comfortable, let me tell you. They're great people. We'll be right back with more of Talk of the Town after this. North Star, North Star, North Star Heating and Cooling. Call 218-628-4. Honest prices, there's no fooling. North Star Heating and Cooling. Let's hear what their customers have to say. The effort to make sure that we are taking care of that Travis has made goes beyond good customer service. You cannot go wrong with this company. Thank you, Travis and North Star. North Star, North Star, North Star Heating and Cooling, North Star. The Black Friday pre-owned sales event is back in November only at Beneford Jeep Ram. Get $1,500 holiday cash with no payments until next year. Or get $1,500 cash for clunkers, minimum trade-in value with a pre-owned vehicle purchase. Check out these deals. 2013 Mini Cooper S Clubman at $16,800 or $258 per month. A 2016 Chevrolet Malibu LT at $16,499 or $252 per month. A 2017 Dodge Grand Caravan SE at $18,999 or $296 per month. And a huge thank you, Northland. The 22nd Annual Coach for Kids Coat Drive was a huge success. Coats will be distributed at the Salvation Army Community Center, located at 916 Hewitt Avenue in Superior, Thursday, November 9th, and Friday, November 10th from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. Check out Benafor.com and BenaCDJR.com for all the details. Finance 72 months at 7.75% annual percentage rate with $2,000 cash down or trade equity, plus tax on a license and service fee. First payment due 90 days from sale date. On approved credit. See dealer for details. Vehicle subject to prior sale. Offer ends 11-30-2023. It's Centricity's 80th anniversary. That's right, serving the Northland since 1943. And we're here to help you save. With online banking and a mobile app, keeping tabs on your finances is a breeze. Want that personal, face-to-face help? Visit us in Hermittown, Duluth, or Superior. Prefer to stay away? That's okay. Apply online at centricity.org. Centricity Credit Union, members NCUA. You're listening to Talk of the Town with Tracy Lundeen on KDAO. Slipping away, sitting on a pillow, waiting for night to fall. Girl in a dream, sitting on a pillow, this is the night to go to the celebrity ball. Celebrate! A lot of people in Duluth celebrating this week, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Mayor-elect, God, that has a nice ring. Mayor-elect Roger Reinert. He'll be on the show this morning about 8.30. Uh, he, uh, he, he did not win. He won resoundingly. Uh, 60-40, basically, uh, over the incumbent. Nobody's calling for a recall. I don't believe a recount. No, nobody, nobody's asking for a recount. Okay. And uh, one of the former county commissioners made a big hoo-ha about some campaign donations to a pact, and the judge said, do you got anything else? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was ironic when I pulled up to the studio today. It already felt safer in downtown Duluth. Isn't that funny? Uh-huh. Isn't that there was, funny? You know, young folks out jogging and people out picking up garbage. And And this is not going to be the gloat show because the election's over. We have a new mayor, which I think uh, clearly the voters of Duluth expressed that they wanted. 
and and that is phenomenal news if you supported uh, uh, Roger Reiner, which of course you know I did, and uh, and uh, I'm I'm thrilled. But you know we're not going to beat up the uh, the soon to be former mayor. Uh, she, you know, uh, ran the city the way she felt uh, was the way she thought it should be run and should be run. And some people obviously agreed with her as wrong as they were. Uh, <laughs> but I love no, how you always take the high road. I know you got to take the high road. You know, you really do. And uh, is that how he mayor. won? That's how he won. He won. He took the high road constantly, no matter what they tried to do to drag him into the mud. And he could have brought up a lot. And he didn't because he wanted to talk about the core issues. The people at Duluth clearly wanted change, and they wanted to hear about the core issues. You know, I I will say, and I'll say only one thing uh, this morning about the current mayor. This was a city for the last roughly eight years where you were either on the inside or, baby, you were on the outside. And there was a small group of people that were the, I'll say it, the cool people. You know, whether they were involved with the craft district in Lincoln Park or the the brewing or, or whatever it was that were her deals. Those were the cool people. And they basically, not to use a Jim Caesar deal, but I think they thought they walked on water. And it's a new day now. Because you got a, a guy who's going to be mayor of Duluth who doesn't operate that way. He's not clicky? No, he's not clicky at all. I've known Roger for 24 years, and I have never known him. And I know people that belong to churches he's attended and community organizations and meetings and the, the military, everything else. That's just not the way Roger Reiner's wired. You know, I'm from Superior, but you want to know why I support Roger Reiner? Why is that? He shipped a package in my store one time. Did he really? Yep. Anyway. Now, the mayor, Mayor Larson, never did? No. 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 Does Mayor Payne ever? Yeah. Did he ever ship, like, a trombone or anything? Or? No. no. Wasn't he no, in he's... the Marine Corps band? I don't know what he was in the Marines. Okay. But... He was a Marine. He yeah. was a Marine. Yeah. He's a vet. <clears throat> but anyway, that's what uh, the voters spoke. You have a new mayor. I see some kind of vile things posted on social media. Ah, trolls it's not, trolls. It's not necessary. You know, I saw one of the candidates who ran at large that did not win, say, some pretty vile and pretty crazy things. You didn't win. But you know what? Good for you so, for running. Good for you for running. It takes, I got to tell you, it takes a pair of you-know-whats to run for public office anywhere. But in this town... You've got some nasty, nasty people on both sides. A dear friend of mine ran for mayor in the previous election. Oh, yeah. That didn't last long at all. 72 hours. Yeah. And then he realized how toxic they were attacking him. And And his wife. I'm not dragging my family through this. No. No. And and if I was to start naming names on the radio of the people that are the guiltiest of that, you'd be shocked. Shocked? Did you say shocked? Shocked. Oh, I thought you said something else. You'd be shocked. Some big names, and, and uh, they they behave like children, and that's that's unfortunate. Hey, we have a new mayor. Let's rally behind. So the pendulum let's, is swinging back. Let's hope so, yeah. because look what we did on the council. I, we look what look what the voters did for the city council. You now have Eric Forsman, who's clearly the leader of that group, in my estimation, actually received more votes than the mayor. In, uh, than Roger did. 
Uh, not many, but a, a few more. So he's a very, very popular and a very he's going to be a great asset for the mayor to champion things, you know, at city council level. You know, is it is it just like some fictitious history that I that's planted in my brain that at one point in time leaders used common sense instead of popularity? Yeah, well, they did. Did they? They did. Okay. And there were a lot of civic leaders. Okay, I'm not imagining council. that either then. No, no. And uh, Lynn, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> still some after effects from my sickness. Lynn Nephew is going to be, I think, a good counselor, and she's got a unique uh, perspective on the housing. She's been in real estate for many, many years. She's going to be good. And then uh, Janet Kennedy is really, she's really, she's seeing the overall picture. And the people out west are liking Janet Kennedy. I'm going to tell you that right now, and I'm an out west guy. They're going to fix my mom's street? They might. You never know. And then, uh, who, who else got elected? Uh, Tara Swenson up in uh, District 4 won fairly handily over Howie Hansen. And uh, Tara's going to make a good counselor, I think. And then Roz Randorf, will the real Roz Randorf please stand up? Because she she theoretically has got pretty strong business background. Her and her late husband owned the Roseman up in uh, Duluth Heights for years. She was uh, the, uh, I think, the advertising manager of the Duluth News Trombone, uh, the Tribune. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, she understands all that. But then she kind of got involved with uh, a few of these aforementioned people whose names I won't mention. And she started getting a little extreme on a few things. But I think she gets it. I think she does. I, I, I think we have a council now that, that gets it. I think that the people with the extreme views, that their longevity isn't very good. No, I don't think so either. And I think you've got this. The only one of them that won Tuesday was uh, uh, Wendy something. I can't uh, think of her last name out in Lakeside. And Lakeside has become very liberal. And, uh, and if Lakeside maybe had had a Roger Reinert or an Eric Forsman type candidate out in Lakeside, they probably could have won that seat, too. But uh, it was reasonably close. But it's going to be this Wendy on, in Lakeside, Michael Mayhew, who is clearly a DSA, Democrat Socialist, and uh, and then uh, Azrin, uh, at large, the, the college, the young college. I, I don't know if she's still in college or not, but she's, she's also very extreme. So, but you've only got three, uh, have three of them left. So you have a chance, Duluth, with uh, a strong, moderate mayor who cares about the, the core issues of the city. And as he put in his speech, he loves this city. Okay? He loves this city. I think you've got a real chance to, uh, he's he said throughout his campaign, Duluth, Duluth is good. But we we have an opportunity to be excellent. We We, we should be. Yeah, you just look at Superior. You guys have a lot to live up to. You have, and I said to Jim, Caesar, uh, election night, I said, well, buddy, you know who the biggest loser was tonight? And he went, uh, I think I, I think I know what you're going to say. And I looked at him and went, Superior. And I didn't mean that in a bad way, but finally Duluth is going to get their you-know-what together, and and that's gonna and it's going to be good for the area. Mm-hmm. You're going to have two cities out there vying for economic development, jobs, housing, uh, 
ta- increasing tax bases. I think it's going to be good. Just Duluth, Roger. You know, Jim Caesar would make a great asset to your team, but don't let him be in charge of naming anything. Okay, <laughs> he cannot chart. He can't name anything. I don't think he even named their children. I think his wife Lori did. Huh? Hail Caesar. If he would have named his children, one would have been Julius. The other one would have. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't know what I'm saying. All I right. do, but I can't come up with anything witty right now. I was gonna I was trying to come up with what he obviously what he would have named the show. Obviously, neither can I. We're, hey, uh, we're not to that level. That's the thing. I know we've got some people that dig sports. Okay, so the the Wild lost to Buffalo last Ugh. night. Okay. Uh, although Kirill Kaprizov actually realized that if you put a puck in the back of a net on the inside of it, you get a goal. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got a goal. Uh, yeah, he, he was pretty good at that early on in his career yeah. with Minnesota. He's been then. having a horrible year. Yeah. Uh, the, the, but the Wild uh, lost. The Bulldogs <laughs> lost to the hated North Dakota. What are they called these days? I, I, at this point, I call them the who. Because the who? The because, North Dakota fighting who? Yeah, because some people still call them their previous well, wasn't name. Wasn't that a deal with Mariucci when they built that <laughs> arena that they had to keep that name? And the funny thing about it is, in most cases, it's not the Native Americans that care. It's these, well, we talked about them. Outside, outside people, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, the Dogs lost 4-2. to two, The Wild lost. The Timberwolves, I think, what are they now? Five and two or six and two? Five and two? I couldn't they, tell they you. They beat San Antonio last and They won again. And I, I don't follow NBA, but they won. They, they're actually winning. Do you know what happens, Andy, when you score more points than the other team? I know you're not much on sports. Okay, I watched this really cool game last night. Fourth down, right? Yeah. Bases loaded. They pull their goalie. And I'm asking this guy, why'd they make that decision? I said, well... Can we get some intervention in here? <laughs> I don't. That was sports. good, Andy. Yeah, I did don't you? sports very well. Did you have that? Did you rehearse that? No. That was good. What happened after they pulled the goalie? Guy got a slam dunk. Wow. You could take this. This could be it. No, never mind. This could be a script for a X-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then they called the guy for traveling. Oh, boy. Did I mention it's Veterans Day? I yes. did. I know yeah. I did. Yeah. And, uh, again, I and it's <clears throat> it's the, the first uh, Saturday now of Central Standard Time. So, and it's the last, is it the second to last, is this the middle weekend of Minnesota deer hunting? Middle weekend. Yeah. Middle weekend. Yeah. So, if you're Eric Urkela or many of the other listeners we have that have not made it out into their uh, into their deer stands yet or they're listening on on headphones or earbuds or something to talk of the town. Be safe out there. Stay warm. Not a bad day, actually. I don't know. No, this is spo- actually really good. Is it supposed to rain today? I think maybe a little bit later on. Oh, this is really remember. good hunting weather. Is this good hunting yeah. weather? Yeah, I don't know. I, I went out yesterday for, what, six hours? And now, you're bow hunting in Wisconsin right yep, now? Crossbow, yeah, crossbow. Okay, crossbow. Yeah. I passed up on one. Now, and... do you cross-dress when you crossbow? No, I don't. I oh, don't. Okay. All right. But that would be okay if you did, I guess. I, in this day yeah. and age, yep. it certainly would. I mean, anything goes, buddy. Uh, so you went out and you hunted, and you saw some deer. You saw two deer and a coyote? No, I saw one deer and a coyote. One deer and a coyote. Yep. Who did you shoot? Well, I missed the coyote, but that was good because it showed me that my 
scope was off and I was able to re-zero. And then a deer came out in the afternoon that I passed on. I know your neighbor from the property next door was screaming when you didn't have your scope adjusted. I think you winged him. <laughs> no. No? You know, I'm I'm blessed with a really great hunting spot. And okay. I, I mean, at I, I can't lie at any given point when I shoot a deer. It's at like 25 yards. Really? Yeah. So. Now you're in northern Wisconsin somewhere? Yep, and I'm lucky also because like, rifle season starts for me after the day after the Christmas Eve North Parade, so it's coming a week from today. Okay, uh, the parade is a mm-hmm. week from yes, last yep. night. Yep, mm-hmm. so then I start rifle a week from today, and okay. I get an extra week because I'm Metro subunit. And so if okay. I don't get one with my crossbow, I can, after rifle season or you know whatever, I can continue until January. So I should be able yeah, to fill I've all my I've always said times. that about you. You are a Metro subunit. I, I think that a lot, too. Somebody just said they owe me lunch. Am I reading a thread? I wish these people would uh, always take the high road, Trace. Thank you. So last year in Hunting Opener, I had to call in for Talk of the Town, and my timing was off. I shot a deer, what, two minutes before I called in? Yeah. What's that? Last year, I called in for Talk of the Town, and... I had shot a deer, just, two deer mm-hmm. before. Yep. you were. Two, we almost had a live had deer on shoot on the air. Yeah. That would have been a first. Well, we'll try again this coming Saturday. Tell that guy <laughs> to eat his heart out down the hall. He's never done that. All right. Let's uh, let's take a break. Should we take a break? You're listening to Talk of the Town. Hey, let's talk about VIP pizza. What do you say to that, hi, huh, Andy? Have you been over there lately? <clears throat> uh, it's been about a week. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you like to take uh, the little guy, Carmine, over there and uh, spaghetti. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's really getting his act together on the spaghetti. I mean, he's he's, you know, he used to just kind of dive right into it, and his spaghetti would be half everywhere. Yeah, we used to bring like a fourteen by fourteen tarp. Yeah, and just set it under the table. There you go. But, but he's learning to eat like a gentleman. But you know what? Now he just gets it on his face and his shirt. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. If you're that age and you just get it on your face and shirt. You're doing good. You're doing very, very good. Well, VIP Pizza, three locations, kids. 1201 Tower Avenue in Superior, 3901 Grand Avenue in Duluth, and 1830 East 8th Street in Duluth. Take and bake, made to order, serving the Northland for over 40 years. Did you hear that? Over Mm -hmm. 40 years? Wow. Banquet rooms, and, you know, we love those banquet rooms, and we're undoubtedly going to have many more events at VIP. So those of you that are like me and my wife that have celiac disease and can't eat any wheat, yeah. so yeah, you're gluten-free. I know a lot of people think the gluten thing is just some like hippie life choice, but it's really not. It's Well, it's not for many, many people. And, that, yeah. and, and you know, you say yep. that, that ticks me so, off when people make that. It is, but I mean, I get it, because that's yeah. what I thought it was till I had sure. celiac disease. VIP, mark my words, is the best gluten-free pizza in the, in the Twin Ports. Really? Yep, they make, they make a cauliflower crust gluten-free pizza. And it's just unreal. That's why we go there so much. Cauliflower crust uh, is good if mm-hmm. done correctly. Yep. Or, or they, if they, done well. They nailed it, how they do it. Well, Aaron, yep. Aaron, they they pretty much have it down. Well, he has a whole research and development wing. Well, is, it on, is that in your building? Or no, does he have his no. own? He has his own. Research you know, and yes. development yep. wing? Yep. At VIP Pizza. Mm-hmm. Now, does he, like, wear a baker's hat and a big white... Uh, you know, apron and stuff when he's in the research, a lab coat? No, he's more like Elon Musk. He's got guys that do that. But he's got guys. Yeah. Aaron's got yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Does he have any gals doing it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, but his research and development uh, complex, it, it rivals the CIA. Ooh. All right. VIP Pizza. 
That's enough reason to go there. Mm-hmm. Might have to do that today. You're listening to Talk of the Town, brought to you by Benna Ford Auto Center, featuring Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. I'm Tracy Lundeen. That's Andy Perfetti back there behind the control. It's it's our little buddy, Tyler Walters. <laughs> we'll be right back. A new season is here, and Lundeen Productions is proud to announce the Bluebird Foundation's Christmas by the Lake fundraising event at the Clyde Event Center on Wednesday, December 6th, and the premier wedding planning event, the Duluth Wedding Show, Saturday, January 13th at the deck. For more information, visit bluebirdfoundation.org or duluthweddingshow.com, Facebook, or call 218-727-1177. Lundeen Productions, your event and marketing experts for more than 50 years. Produced by ShowPro. PC.net offers complete computer tune-ups and hardware software upgrades. Is it time for a tune-up or upgrade for your desktop or laptop computer? Maybe a new desktop or laptop. We offer data backups for your new PC or to an external drive for easy access. How about new computer peripherals? DiscoverPC.net also has a wide range of monitors, keyboards, mice, and speakers along with battery backups and laser printers. DiscoverPC.net, located at 1402 Tower Avenue in Superior, online at DiscoverPC.net. Encore Event and Party Express has the rentals you need for your upcoming party or event. They've got you covered with tents and canopies, ready to gather with tables, chairs, linens, and dinnerware, ready for fun with bounce houses, games, dunk tanks, dance floors, staging, and much more. Visit Encore online at EncorePartyExpress.com or call 218-724-4646 and start planning your event today. Talk of the Town with Tracy Lundeen and friends. To listen to a podcast of a previous show, hit the podcast page at KDAL610.com. Talk of the Town, I'm Tracy. That's Andy. We're back. Uh, brought to you by Benna. Hey, uh, this, is, this is a history happening right here. And uh, the Beatles, as, as probably everyone knows, unless you live under a rock, uh, released a new, what they call their last song, uh, just a little over a week ago, called Now and Then. So is that 60 years since their last album? Yeah. And, uh, well, 60 years and six months after their first number one hit, From Me to You. And this song is breaking every record in the planet, and it is now number one in the UK at K charts. It's top ten literally everywhere. And, uh, and to okay, before we play it, to dispel a myth, because uh, I think maybe even Paul McCartney misspoke initially. It's not an AI generated. What they did was John Lennon had some demo tapes that he had created back in the 70s. And one was Free as a Bird, the other one was Real Love, and then this song. And Yoko Ono gave them to the surviving Beatles after he passed away. Uh, This song here, uh, the first two, there wasn't a hell of a lot they could do with technology at the time. But thanks to, to um, yeah, what's yeah. his name, Jackson, who did the, uh, the Get Back uh, okay, series yeah. on the Beatles, uh, using some AI technology, was able to take Lennon's voice, which was accompanied by piano on this cassette demo tape, and remove the piano and enhance the vocal. So then Paul McCartney played the, the piano track, and... George and Ringo had played on this back in the 90s when they did Anthology. And then uh, Ringo and Paul did more to it 
in the last year or so. And this is what came out of it. The number one, basically, practically the number one song in the world right now. Now and Then by The Beatles. Did you ever think you'd say that? The Beatles in 2023 with a new song. Here it is. I know it's true. It's all because of you. And if I make it through, it's all Well, we won't play the uh, entire song. Technology, performances from uh, 1975, I think, or 78, all the way to today. So this is going to offend you. What's that? I have a controversial opinion. Well, that's okay, because a lot of people didn't like the Beatles. Well, I, I think the Beatles are great. I was never one of those, like, huge Beatles fans, but I actually like John Lennon's solo work better than I like the Beatles, my personal preference. Sure. Well, a lot of people are like that. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't... Uh, I like some of John Lennon's solo work a lot. And uh, and I, I've liked some of Paul McCartney's solo work. And then I've, I've absolutely despised some of his solo work. I liked Wings. Uh, and when he has someone to play off of, some of his best work was with, as a solo artist, was with Denny Lane... Moody Blues, Danny mm-hmm. Lane, uh, Elvis Costello. That light blinked, Andy. Uh, it might be John Lennon. I see. Well, he's not upset with me. No, no, not me either. You know, he uh, John Lennon was a very complicated mm-hmm. human being. As most people are. Yeah. But he wrote Beautiful Boy. He did. And if you have a, a son, I can't imagine you've ever heard beautiful, that song and not been totally beautiful. torn apart by it. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. All right, anyway, that's now and then, the Beatles. Uh, it grows. It grew on me. I said when it first came out, it's a good song, but it's not a great song. I've changed my opinion. Maybe that's why my drummer <laughs> called me and asked me what I, what I thought of it, and I said, well, you, all these years, what, you, why would you ask me that question? I'm not, I, I didn't even, I'd heard about it, but I didn't rush out to listen to it. But right. No, it's... Uh, I think it's and, growing on a lot of people. And it, it grows on you, which Beatles music did in a lot of cases. There were a lot of Beatles songs that did not jump out at you initially. When I was like 16 in the early 90s, everybody shoved the White Album down my throat because everybody was rediscovering The Doors and all the 60s music and everybody was getting into the psychedelic thing. And I listened to that. I don't know. Maybe I didn't get it. The White Album? Yeah. The White Album was really all over the place. Yeah, it was. It was really a... 
a double album of individual performances. And I mean, when you read into the stories behind all those songs, who played the drums on what song and who played guitar and who played bass and it's We not... were just all obsessed with playing songs backwards back then. We listened to <laughs> <laughs> number nine. Number nine? Yeah. Play backwards, turn me on, dead Turn man. me on, dead man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing stuff. But uh, the Beatles, uh, yeah, whoever would have thunk. My son Austin is besides himself because he's a huge Beatles fan. Mm. Said, I never thought I would say in my life the Beatles are number one. In, in in his life. And now, can you imagine the money being generated? <laughs> can and can you imagine what comes next? Do you think this is over? I mean, no, <clears throat> probably no more new music, but this opens up the eyes of an entirely new generation to Beatles music. That's great. Well, when's that going to happen for Elvis? I grew well, up in, my I mother know. was like in love with Elvis her entire life. Donuts in the studio. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. When will it? I don't think it will. That movie that came out was fantastic, and for like a heartbeat, everybody was all about Elvis again. But Yeah, yeah. And even, I don't, all anybody's concerned about now is the dark stories. Yes. You know. Well, and that, that side of people uh, likes dark stories. Yeah. I mean. Well, people, humans are dynamic. My favorite, everybody, my wife teases me because my favorite musician is the biggest of all time by sales. He outsold the Beatles. He outsold Elvis. was Bing Crosby. Yeah, and I love Ben Crosby, right? Well, my yeah. wife teased me. Well, didn't he beat his kids? I'm like, that's unfounded. He didn't beat his kids. Yeah, then John Wayne was a scoundrel. And, yeah, and uh, can't you just let know, let can't. you know let people have their just remember yeah. the way they were on exactly. the big screen yeah. or behind the microphone. You know, don't worry about that other stuff. No, nothing you can do. Nobody's perfect under a microscope. No, well, Jim Caesar. It's wow. probably the closest in our lifetime we've come to perfection. He's but not. he can't name anything. He just can't. <laughs> he's not human. He's a program, and that's a glitch. <laughs> oh, 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 that was... He's AI-generated, though. This is yeah. why you're here, Ann. <laughs> you know, we celebrated, I hate calling tragedies celebrations, but we did commemorate the anniversary of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Just uh, the other day. Uh, you know, are you a uh, Kennedy uh, uh, assassination uh, conspiracy theorist? Or have you read are, stuff? Are you tempting me you... with a good time right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> you know, George Bush Sr. was involved in that. Was he? Yep. Okay. He so was, was Lyndon John. They say that he was one of the men on the grassy knoll. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they said that? Huh? Yep. Okay. But there's, there's a lot of... Loose connections there, you know. I just watched the uh, the two or three part series or whatever it was from the last of the living mm-hmm. witnesses and people who were, you know, with the Secret Service and this, that, and the other thing. And it was interesting. So, did you you were you were okay? That was your nine eleven. No, John. Yeah, the, the Kennedy. So, so my mom and dad used to tell us where they were yeah. when it came to Oh, everybody knew. My generation is we all remember where we were when during on nine eleven. Um, did you guys actually all buy that magic bullet theory when it came out? No. Okay. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. It defies the laws of physics, but everybody's like, oh, the government said that's what happened, so that's what makes sense. I, I think whenever you hear the line, the government said that's what happened, yep. you need to be suspicious. I've heard some people that I consider extremely intelligent try to defend that theory. I read a book called Plausible Denial. 
on the Kennedy assassination. Tyler's got his hand up. You weren't even alive. I, I wasn't. I just want to confirm. So the, the, that whole theory is like it went through the president, hit his leg, and then bounced up and went through somebody else? Right? Yeah, well, basically like the thing I, made, the, the bullet made like four yeah. 90 degree turns. John then, Connolly, the governor yeah. of Texas. And then waved at Jackie O and then went a different direction. Yeah. It, it Do just, you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated no, John No, no. Okay, a few reasons. Uh, number one, if you're a firearms person, okay. that Carcano, uh, although had the ability to be extremely accurate because the bullet itself uh, was a special bullet that had contact with the rifling more than most bullets did, was one of the sloppiest, horrible firearms in history. It was really? just, just a piece of junk. I mean, Do you think Lee Harvey Oswald was involved? I think he was involved, yeah, but I think he was a patsy. Okay. So he? do you think he fired a round out of that uh, rifle? Yeah, but not three in rapid succession at a moving target that far away. Okay. No. So you believe the shooter was on the grassy knoll? I think there was multiple shooters, yeah. Okay. I mean, just from what I've read, I've never been there. Nobody, right. you know, I wasn't. No, I mean. I wasn't you, involved. If you read <laughs> You weren't born. No. <laughs> Andy's a time traveler? I was in fourth grade. Okay, where where were you? Uh, Laura MacArthur Elementary School okay. in class. They wheeled a uh, a uh, TV in. They had AV carts with big, clumsy black and white TVs, and they wheeled it in, and and we were all crying. And I I'm, I think I don't, Mom. I'm sure you're listening. I don't want to tell the story wrong, but I believe my mom was in elementary school too, and the uh, the nuns came and said what happened, and they started crying. Yeah. Well, it was a. And and it and I think it haunted many of us for many years. What was the scary one when I was a kid is I remember where I was at when the Challenger exploded. Ooh, because we were that was a scary one. And I was in elementary school, and we were all invested in the story because they were. It was the all teacher, in the media because there was Kristen a teacher. Kristen McAuliffe, was Kristen that McAuliffe, her name? yeah, yeah. And we were we were watching it when it happened, and our teacher, I think it was Mrs. Odke, it was at Lincoln Elementary. Um, she shut it off, removed the TV from the screen, and continued on with like math or something. Really? Yep. Do you know where you were, Tyler, when uh, the Challenger exploded? I don't. Was that even a thought? Who knows? No. no. Where, where were you on nine eleven? I would have. He was been... minus two. <laughs> no, no, I was minus I one. Was, no, I was born then. You were? Yeah. What year were you born? Two thousand one, in April. So oh, I was. So I you been... were like a four months old or something. I think that would be five. Five months. Five months. Yeah. Okay. Well. So what do you remember about that day? Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I think it was at my grandparents that day or something, if if I remember correctly. All what right, you're listening to Talk of the Town. We're brought to you by <laughs> Benna Ford Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram. And I, I don't know, you know, we, we get into these conversations, but they're really about current events. Oh, oh, my mom was in science class at Denfeld. Okay. Teacher Denfeld. left the class crying. Okay. And I had my teacher, I believe, might have been Mrs. Waterhouse. I can't remember. But I was in Laura MacArthur Elementary. And I want to say we might not have had school part of the rest of the week. I don't. I don't remember. But it was. It's traumatic, anyway. It was scary. Yeah. Kind of scary. Nine eleven was really scary for me. Oh, nine eleven was scary for everyone. All right, let's uh, let's see again. Happy Veterans Day to all our veteran listeners out there. Uh, let's uh, take a break here, and when we come back, I think we'll talk about our good friends at Piedmont Dental. Because there are none better than Piedmont Dental. 
As a leading CPA and consulting firm founded over 85 years ago, Wifley CPAs and consultants are proud to be members of the Northland business community, and they have been since 1890. Wifley serves individuals and businesses by providing the following services, tax planning and preparation, audit and accounting, cybersecurity, technology consulting, payroll and bookkeeping, financial planning and wealth management, 401k plan administration, and a variety of other small business consulting services. Wifley is here to work with you to address your challenges today and to plan for tomorrow, and you can reach their CPAs and consultants in Duluth at 218-722-4705 or check them out at wifley.com, and that's spelled W I P. F-L-I. They're conveniently located in the Lake Walk North Building at 1502 London Road. Are you ready to take your next event to the next level? Look no further than Encore Event and Party Express. Whether you're planning an intimate holiday dinner for five or a corporate event for 500, Encore has got you covered. Their team of event experts is dedicated to turning your vision into reality. From creative themes to exquisite decorations, they have it all handled. Don't settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary. Contact Encore Event and Party Express today at 218-724-4646. Get more with Encore. Hello, this is Dan Conrad with a senior moment. What does choosing a Medicare plan have to do with where you live? Only everything. Your plan choices in Douglas County, Wisconsin aren't the same as in St. Louis County, Minnesota. Your Medicare plan choices aren't the same in northern Minnesota as in southern Minnesota. Why don't you call your neighbors Dan Conrad or Celeste Plunkett at MediQuest? We will tell you what your Medicare plan choices are and recommend the right one for you. Call Dan or Celeste at 715-392-3123. MediQuest, Medicare Simplified. Talk of the Town on News Talk KDAL. Tracy Lundeen, we are back. That is the Superior Singers from the brand new Christmas by the Lake 23 CD. Uh, one of the 18 songs that uh, Andy Perfetti and I co-produced. And uh, it's going to be out at our big uh, holiday gala for the Bluebird Foundation on uh, Wednesday, December 6th at Clyde. There's no admission to attend the event, but we will have a big silent auction, live music, and uh, we'll be giving out uh, six grants and a big Audrey Lundin scholarship at that event. Uh, Andy, if people want to uh, donate to the silent auction, we have a lot of business listeners. If you'd like to donate some gift certificates for your business uh, or um, anything, maybe uh, one of our hotel listeners would like to donate a room or, uh, you know, a getaway up the North Shore or a cruise or maybe uh, something like that. Yeah, or a, a, a new car. A new car. Yeah. Get a hold of us at uh, 218-727-1177 or email. You can email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at LundeenProductions.com. And, uh, I hear there's going to be a 
performance by Bing Allen and the Manhattans. Bing Allen and the Manhattans. Now, who, pray tell, is that? Everybody knows who that is. Who, Bing Allen? Yeah. Well, we were just talking about Bing Crosby. Is he like his son? Well, I think he would be a grandson. Grandson. Yeah. Okay. Do you have Bing Allen over there? Huh? I think we should debut the the new single by Bing Allen. I think we should. Do you have the the Bing Allen Right now? Well, let's... Let's debut the Bing Allen song. What do you say? Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) you've heard it here, the debut of Bing Allen and the Manhattans. Sure sounds like it. <laughs> the guitar player on that song is Andy Perfetti. Yeah, keep it up, everyone. Let's play his solo. Huh? Should we play Andy's solo? Here we go, right here, man. What a talent. There we go. Jingle Bell Rock, Bing Allen and the Manhattans. Where did that name come from? <laughs> well, I know where the Manhattans part came from. There you go. Andy Perfetti on guitar, Dave Prudhomme on uh, bass, and uh, Luke Perry on drums. Mm-hmm. And Tracy Lundine donning the Bing Crosby hat as Bing Allen. I still sing a little bit. Yes, you do. I've sang a lot this year, actually. It was, it was a lot of fun doing this. Say, uh, we got some information because we have the smartest listeners in the world that listen to Talk of the Town. We have heard from our friend Walt. It's the Ralph Ingolstadt Arena, the uh, Fighting Sioux. Now, the Fighting Hawks. Okay. So the yeah. Fighting Hawks. Did they change that for diversity, equity, inclusion reasons or something? But you'd have to go out and ask some far lefty and, you know, lakeside that's guilty about everything that ever happened. Or no, there was one district that voted pretty out there in the la- oh, in Duluth in the wow. last election. Strange, uh, there's strange, a lot of world, college professors place. in that district. You'd have to ask one of them because they're the guilty ones. Did anybody from the Sioux, uh, representing the Sioux, did they get? Uh... I don't know. That's a great question. Okay. I've heard uh, several news accounts over the years that there were a number of uh, folks that weren't too bent out of shape about it. Some wore it as a badge of honor, actually. But who knows? What do I know? I'm just, you know what? I was raised in the zip code 55807. I'm just a normal guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was I'm just a normal guy. I was 55806. I, I, I guess I'm pretty normal, too. Even when I moved to Hermantown, I refused to accept the Hermantown zip code. I took a Proctor zip code. Yeah, I'm 55810. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love Hermantown. <laughs> I love, it, but I, you know, people. I'm, I guess I'm from Generation X. We all knew we were equally worthless. <laughs> There's nothing oh, special about us. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Walt, for that information. By the way, 
Jim Caesar also sent us some information, but I can't repeat what he said. Can He's you not repeat? mad at me, is he? Because I don't want him mad at me. <laughs> he can't stand you. I knew it. Yeah. He's been just acting nice. He said he's going to come and try and return Am- a, a whole truckload of Amazons. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's a conversation for later. <laughs> oh, we are hip deep in that still. Ugh. Oh, boy. Say, so speaking of hip deep, but not hip deep, mouth deep. Piedmont Dental. Our favorite dentist in the entire world. And I bet if I sweet talk them, they'll give us a gift, gift basket for the uh, for the full of dental auction. floss and toothbrushes and, stuff. <laughs> and an electric toothbrush. Yeah. Always, it's always a popular item. Let me tell you, all five of the dentists are accepting new patients at Piedmont Dental. They are rock stars. If can a dentist be a rock star? Well, at Piedmont Dental, they sure as heck can be. These people: Dr. Brian Mart, Dr. David Haugen, Dr. Heidi Spooloff. Dr. Jonathan Nash and Dr. Megan Ecker, great, great people. And uh, they're at 2860 Piedmont Avenue, 218-722-0823, state-of-the-art equipment, uh, early morning appointments, after hours for emergencies, they have you covered. And one of the cool things about that place, you walk in and it's staff consistency. People love working there. And, and that gives patients a calming feeling that you got the same, you have the same people there to, that, that know them. They're neighbors. When you get done with your appointment there, do they give you candy? I, you know, I've kind of outgrown that age. I imagine if I asked for some, they might. That, that always cracked me up when you'd go to the dentist and they'd have the little, they'd either give you candy or, well, the treasure box was fine. But... <laughs> if you a, were a smart dentist, when you're when you're done, when the point when the person's done with their like cleaning everything, here's a six pack of Coca Cola and a gross of like, <laughs> Snickers bars. Exactly. We'll see you in six weeks. Exactly. <laughs> now you're you're 100 right. Piedmont Dental. They don't play those games. They just have your health in mind, and it all starts at your mouth. I told you, it's the gateway to your body. I've said that, and I didn't even get a college education on dentistry. Did you say that or did Jim say it first? Who, Jim? Yeah. Didn't he coin that? No. No? Jim? Are you kidding me? He's never coined an original idea in his life. Well, he's the what one that... What name that building over there? It's a mile and a half long. Didn't he say, Dr. Jonathan, I can see clearly now? Oh, he, he probably started that. Yeah. You have to go to the no, bathroom? No, no we got to do the mining report because oh! we we're, we're running out of time <laughs> I thought here. he was telling no. me he had to go to the bathroom. No, I'm telling you, hurry up. Piedmont. we got to get this in. <laughs> Trusted family professionals call our office, and they'll give you a reason to smile. Let's do the mining report. Hey, do you like your – this is the mining report brought to you by Lakehead Constructors because mining, mining is good. good. Hey, do you like your cell phone? Well, if you do – that's why mining should not be a dirty word in the U.S. How many different parts of your cell phone come from copper and all these precious metals we can mine right here? I, I'd like to go further, but that says it all. <laughs> That's the Mining Report brought to you by Lakehead Constructors because mining, mining is, is good. Great. <laughs> the Iron Range is a resource-based region built from the mining and logging industries. We live here. We work here. We play here. It's who we are. It's our way of life.
Support your local mining industries. This message was brought to you by Lakehead Constructors. Talk of the Town on News Talk KDAL. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back for our number two, brought to you by Benna Ford Auto Center, featuring Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Hey, a reminder, coming up on December 2nd, Elam Lutheran Church's annual Lutefisk and Meatball to dinner. Lutefisk and Meatballs. I like to take them and mix them together. Well, do you really? Do Do you like Lutefisk, Andy? I do. Well, here's the menu. This uh, Elam Lutheran Church course, uh, 6103 Cody Street. I was confirmed in that church, Were you? believe it or not. Uh, back in many, many years ago, my best friend's uh, dad was the uh, minister, the Reverend Joseph Dahlquist. Eh? Is the Lutefisk thing, I thought, is that Scandinavian or just Lutheran? I, well, I think it's Lutheran Scandinavia, oh. isn't it? Because my wife likes, makes Lutheran sushi all the It's kind of like Kino is a Catholic thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We all have our things. Yeah. Bingo and Kino. Bingo and Kino. So Saturday, December 2nd, from 4.30 to 6.30, 25 bucks for adults. You can call ahead to reserve tickets uh, to be uh, picked up and paid prior to the dinner at Elam. No tickets will be sold at the door. Limited ticket sales. The main chef is Keith Olofsson. Well, he's from my old neighborhood. Hi. Here's on the menu. Check this out, folks. Lutfisk. Swedish meatballs in gravy. Potato sausage. Parsley potatoes. Mashed rutabagas. Buttered carrots. Coleslaw. Pickled beets. Pickled herring. Ooh. Pickled herring with a little whiskey. There you go. Bob, they don't have whiskey with this. But uh, rye bread. Lefsa. Cardamom bread, is that how you say that? Cardamom yeah, bread? Yeah. And rice pudding. What a menu. Woo! And that's December 2nd, Elam Lutheran Church, 4.30 to 6.30. Get your tickets in advance now. And that information comes to us from Tim at Tim's Nap Auto Care Center. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. We have a big, uh, a big hour coming up. We're going to be joined by Mayor-elect Roger Reinert. And boy, you know... <clears throat> We're not going to get too heavy. Roger has had one heck of a week. I mean, good grief. He was up and at him at the crack of dawn on Wednesday morning taking lawn signs down. Uh, and uh, and had some people helping him. And they got all their lawn signs down. He's been responding to literally hundreds, if not thousands, of text messages and emails. So we'll have fun chatting with Roger. Uh, Shelton Pizza Song of the Day. What do you got there, Andy? Do you got something for us? I do. Go oh, ahead and, go I've ahead and got it. it. We've got a problem here. Uh oh. Let's start talking about Shelton Pizza. Oh, right, right, but, right, uh, right, right. You know what? We we always what do we always tell people to do? If you don't see Shelton's, what do you do? Why? You ask the clerk. Why not? Why not? Yep. Well, guess what? One of our loyal listeners was at Carlton Meats yesterday. Carlton Meats Carlton and Meat Groceries. And groceries. Yeah. To pick up a Shelton pizza, 
and they didn't have any. Did they ask? They did. What was they the did. result? Huh? Did, was there a result? Was there an end of that story? Well, the clerk apparently said they were either out or don't carry them. Oh, okay. Well, they're going to fix that. Yeah? Everybody listening in the Carlton area, you stop by Carlton Meats <clears throat> and Groceries and you ask why they don't have Shelton Pizza. Let your voice be heard. Let your voice be heard. Or we'll ju- and I'm not going to talk about you anymore on Talk of the Town because this is free advertising, <laughs> right? Although I hear they have a great, oh, they're fantastic. Great, they have yeah. a great meat market. Oh yeah, but and, if you, need, and if you uh, if you shoot a deer in that area, bring it there for them to process. But it. they need to have Shelton. They pizzas. do. They do. They really do. So you go in there and you say, "Where is your Shelton's?" All right, let's talk about Shelton's. You got a song of the day here, Andy? Yes, I do. Ooh, a very appropriate Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Sorry. How many people do you think are out there listening going, where do I know that from? I can't think of a more appropriate. Yeah. So this is the theme to uh, Band of Brothers. Yep. And it's appropriate. From uh, Band of Brothers, which was, by the way, a phenomenal, Mm -hmm. phenomenally done series. Kind of going through the path of uh, the the D-Day invasion and all the way through into Europe. All the way to the Battle of the Bulge, right? Yep, Battle of the Bulge, which my grandpa was was part of. He got two bronze stars. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. He had one grandpa that was in the Battle of the Bulge, and he was in the Battle of Attu up in Alaska, and... Uh, my other grandpa was uh, in the Air Corps fighting Rommel in uh, in Africa. No kidding. Yep. He once got to drive uh, Clark Gable around in a Jeep. Really? Yeah, that was his big claim. Take a thing. moment today, folks, to thank veterans. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, doesn't hurt to uh, to say thank you to those that are serving now, uh, but it's not it's not technically about that. It's, this is Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Andy, uh, you're a veteran. Thank you for your service. No need to thank. Well, you you put your life on the line. That's more than I did. Buddy. Well, we should. Just Although be, I put my life on the line. <laughs> we Saturday. should be concentrating on helping veterans now. Oh, I, I, I think it's not to go down that road, but it's disgraceful the way that veterans are treated in this country all of a sudden. Well, and much of our homeless and mental illness problems yeah. are stemming from our poor veterans who get shafted mm-hmm. and. Uh, and we have some good good groups that try to help, like MACV and mm-hmm. different things like that. But uh, but even even the veteran hospitals and clinics and stuff, you just hear so many horror stories. I when I get in, I get great service. Okay, but it's hard to get in. It's underfunded, understaffed. This is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, that is the Shelton Pizza song of the day, and it's a Carlton Meats and Grocery gas station. They don't have Shelton Pizza. I didn't know that there was a Carlton Meats Grocery Gas oh, Station. Yes, Carlton Meats and Grocery Gas Station. So 
So it's their gas station? Do they have a gas station? I don't think they have a gas station. This oh. is Carlton Meat and Groceries. Oh, somebody. That's a somebody. Somebody, somebody in Carlton doesn't carry <laughs> shelf pizzas. <laughs> they all should have them. I tell you what, fantastic meat department at that place. Really? Yes. All right. Yep. Well, that's a good deal. Well, you can get them at Stokey Meats, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you can get them at... Corner stores. Corner stores. And you Speedway. can get them at Lucky 7, Speedway. And the big one, if you're out there doing your grocery shopping today, Super One. That is the Shelton Pizza song of the day. We'll be right back. Figure this out. What's round as a whole but pointy in pieces? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Picture this. Crispy crust, the perfectly tasty sauce, bubbly melted cheese with loads of pepperoni or sausage, or both, or a chicken Alfredo. Oh, I get it. Pizza. Nah, Shelton Pizza, a.k.a. lunch. Well, are you going to share? Get your own Shelton Pizza at fine grocery and convenience stores. Now available at Super One Foods. The Black Friday pre-owned sales event is back in November only at Beneford Jeep Ram. Get $1,500 holiday cash with no payments until next year. Or get $1,500 cash for clunkers, minimum trade-in value with a pre-owned vehicle purchase. Check out these deals. 2013 Mini Cooper S Clubman at $16,800 or $258 per month. A 2016 Chevrolet Malibu LT at $16,499 or $252 per month. A 2017 Dodge Grand Caravan SE at $18,999 or $296 per month. And a huge thank you, Northland, the 22nd Annual Coats for Kids Coat Drive was a huge success. Coats will be distributed at the Salvation Army Community Center, located at 916 Hewitt Avenue in Superior, Thursday, November 9th, and Friday, November 10th from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. Check out Benafor.com and BenaCDJR.com for all the details. Finance 72 months at 7.75% annual percentage rate with $2,000 cash down or trade equity, plus tax on a license and service fee. First payment due 90 days from sale date. On approved credit. See dealer for details. Vehicle subject to prior sale. Offer ends 11-30-2023. Talk of the Town, live on KDAL. Talk of the Town, we're back, brought to you by Benaford Auto Center, featuring Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We're going to get this right here eventually, okay? It's, uh, it's on the corner of Highway 1 and 3. The former Spur Station is now owned by and named Carlton Meats and Grocery Gas Station. Oh, you learned something new. See? And they don't have Shelton Pizza. We're going to get Why that Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's do that after three. One, two, three. Why, Why not? not? All right. <laughs> uh, what, what, what happened we talked about? We talked about Veterans Day, which was the biggest thing we should all be thinking about today. Oh, uh, City Council. Uh, we're we're going to continue to have city council meetings, obviously, and a new council in January. But Janet Kennedy, uh, current president, has announced an end to remote public commentary at future city council meetings following a stream of anti-Semitic oh, invective oh. unleashed invective unleashed by speakers using pseudonyms when the body last convened. And one oh, one of the pseudonyms was Rudy famous, Hess. A famous Nazi propaganda yeah. minister, and, right? And who the hell, and, and, and how they didn't pick up on the fact uh, that this I guy's name it. was Rudy Hess? I watched oh. it. And the minute that came up, I'm like, did any of those people on the council know anything about World War II history? Because they should have just shut it off right there. Immediately. Yeah. Rudy Hess. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. What do we teach in school? What are we teaching? Oh. And the people, these, this anti-Semitic 
Did you ever think you'd see this in never, your lifetime never my in lifetime. America? Never in my lifetime. And it's and it's being prompted mostly by people under thirty five years old. And what are the biggest reasons they're they're getting this information? Public schools <laughs> and TikTok and horrible college and professors. lousy parenting. Good grief, huh? Anti Semitic. I didn't think that that was ever going to be from a the thing river to the sea. Yeah. I mean, they're threat. They're they're basically saying exterminate Jews. What in America? People are saying, and now they're gonna. If they didn't yesterday, is it today? They're, they're protesting down on Lake Avenue again for the palace. See, these people don't understand the issue. They don't know the difference between a Palestinian and Hamas or Hezbollah or Lebanon. They don't know anything. Okay, and I'm I'm like I said I'm a simple guy from five five. Oh, but they all have PhDs in Middle Eastern geopolitical affairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They ought to come over to the Perfetti Towers. For no, don't invite them over there. No, but you'd straighten them out, put them up on floor nineteen, and give them a little shove. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. We are we are apolitical. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just we're all about the music. Only the nineteenth oh, floor. Oh, what's that, and uh, Tyler? <laughs> Only the nineteenth floor. No. Yeah, of the nine, I meant the 90th floor. <laughs> anyway, uh, kudos to Councillor Kennedy and the council uh, to, uh, you know, work on uh, that. They shouldn't be allowed to do that anyway. If you want to make a comment to the council, you go down there in person or you write a letter to be submitted. And uh, Don't hide behind a screen. Some, some kind of special circumstances where you can't go. I, I, I watched that whole thing. No, wasn't it terrible? It was it was. It was awe-inspiring how terrible that was. Just unbelievable. In Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth. Yeah. Duluth. We have a lot of hate in this town. Yeah, stop worrying about that issue and start worrying about getting your snowblower serviced. Mom, I'm bringing your snowblower in after the show today. Oh, would you take a look at mine? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my son has helped me enormously. And thank you to the trailer trash guys. They came over to my yard. And my basement and my garage, well, not my garage. Sorry, uh, what's his name? My brother-in-law would literally have a stroke if he went in my back garage. Was it packed? He's so organized, and you can't move. You have to move sideways in mine, and if you bump something the wrong way, it's like everything falling. I wish I could pay somebody or a team to just go in my place and organize for me. Well, there should be a team. You have the trailer trash guys. Why don't you have the... Team of straightener uppers. Yeah. Well, didn't you have a lady in the show about a few months ago that that was her specialty? Yeah, we we have uh, we have had people in the past who have those specialties. Yeah. And uh, there there are some out there, but I don't know that they do garages. What I need is my my brother in law, <coughs> old what's his name, uh, someone like that who's who's very very anal about their garage. His garage is literally cleaner than my kitchen. You know what? It's a good business opportunity right here. I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. Need to have a, not being sexist, okay. but a man's cleaning service. Now, yeah. you fill it with a team where one guy is a mechanic, one guy is a, a, you know, a, 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 woods, a woodworker, and one guy is an electrician, okay. and one guy is just like an all-around like, logistics specialist, and you pay them to go into your garage or your shop and completely... Organize and efficient, make everything efficient. And you buy an advertising package on Talk of the Town, I'll <laughs> yep. give you the first two weeks free. There you go. See? Throwing it out there to the universe. There you go. I need that. Well, so do I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people like me 
who either A, you know, I don't have the back anymore to, to do a lot of the heavy lifting and stuff, but I don't have the eye to know even where to start in that mess. No. But if someone was to say, all right, I'll spend a day over there for a couple hundred bucks, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I will straighten your garage, and I'll put a little pile of questionable stuff, like I don't even know why you have this, and I'll put a garbage can right outside the door. You know, you, you know what? You need to have a person on that team in that business that's yeah. like my mom. My dad, I wouldn't call him a hoarder, but he was a guy that just kept everything because he's like, there's got to be a use or somebody that's going to I would this. hope you wouldn't refer to your dad that way. No, but my mom was magical, and when he wasn't looking, yeah, she'd throw crap away. There you go. See? And he never knew it was missing. You need a crap thrower away. He or... never knew it was missing. Now, I, need, Fifi, I need all of this right now at home, and it's just... I think Fifi doesn't even need to go near the garage with my brother-in-law. I mean, it's like his car, his vehicles, his garage, immaculate. Ah, he, I got it. You know what? If I ever want to a... torture that poor guy, I'm having him. I'm going to lock him in my garage for about a half hour. <laughs> hey, 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 what's his name? Come on over to my garage. I want to show you something. Put the door down and lock it. <laughs> He'd go nuts. He would go absolutely crazy. Just open the window and throw a bag of 50-gallon garbage bags at him. They're, they're going Here, to town. Take care yeah. of this. Thank you. <laughs> I'll buy. I'll make you a Manhattan when you're all done. <laughs> but that is a great idea, Andy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be considered great... torture? It would be. You know what, guys? <laughs> but guys, I, a lot of guys out there would, would just jump on that. Like, they would love to have, like, an actual, like, mechanic come into their shop, their, their garage, yeah. and just... Streamline it. And I'm sure some guys would just come over and do it for nothing. Well, you know, well guys do that, you know, a case of beer. There you go. case of beer and yeah. maybe a pizza or something. Yep. Some beef jerky. Yeah. yeah. It's getting to snowmobile time, and I got a buddy, Ivan, and we need we all, you know, need something done on our sleds. It's always a case of beer and drive your sled over. We better do tunes on 20. Brought to you by Going Postal. Andy Perfetti, tunes on 20, baby, let it fly. Today, 1 o'clock, similar dogs who are at the Thirsty Pagan every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Joe and, and the gang uh, go over there and check them out. Have a pizza, have a beer, go over there and get their stuffed mushroom, say hi to similar dogs. Uh, that's at 1 o'clock, the Thirsty Pagan. Uh, we got Jack's tonight is the 50-50 band uh, at 8 o'clock. And, of course, we've got at Bird's Bar at 8 o'clock, Swamp Donkey is playing with Jim Caesar on drums. What? Swamp Donkey at eight o'clock at uh, Bird's Bar. No, the yeah, second Jim part. Jim Caesar does not play drum. Well, that's drums the rumor. That band. Yeah, Honky Tonks in the church band. Oh, does he? <laughs> Honky Tonks and Hangovers at Cast Iron tonight at eight o'clock. For those of you that are in the Honky Tonk flavor, they play both kinds of music, country and western. Uh, Powerhouse tonight at eight up in Proctor is the Reckoning, and they are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm pretty sure the Powerhouse actually spells their name correctly on the marquee. Really? Yep. They're one of the lucky ones. Respect huh. you don't get. <laughs> no. The Log Cabin tonight, there's the debut, 8 o'clock, the Log Cabin out in South Range, of Steel Horse Steel at 8 Horse. o'clock. I'll go out to the county and say hi. Uh, and at Black Bear Casino tonight at 9 is Necessary Diversion. Necessary Diversion. Yep. That's so a good name. If you're a, Steel Horse is a good name. Yeah. It's a steel so, Horse like a car? Or? Well, that'd be Motorcycle. a Harley. Huh? That'd be a Harley. A Harley. Yeah. A so if you're a Minnesota hunting widow... There's plenty of things to do tonight. Yeah. Are there any, like, male exotic dancers anywhere? <laughs> Usually they have those for uh, deer hunting weekend. 
Didn't Mr. D's used to have those for the hunting widows? And at Tracy Lundeen's house tonight, <laughs> the Chippendale dancers for yeah, the rest of come, you. Come and get seven Ill. o'clock come, tonight. Come and get nauseated. Oh boy! And and clean my garage while you're at it. <laughs> garage cleaning, Chippendale dancers tonight at uh, Tracy Lundeen's house. Isn't it fun to do a show post uh, elections? I mean, we can just be back to being normal and goofy and and uh, and crazy and you know, it's it's fun. Well, anyway. And that's your tunes on 20. Thank you, Andy. You got a little place over there in Superior that uh, that does a lot of stuff. Veteran-owned, I might add. Going postal. Tower, a quarter of Tower yeah. Avenue and Winter Street. Open Monday through Friday from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. We do your FedEx, UPS, your U.S. mail, packing, shipping, uh, getting your stuff ready there and uh, shipped and you know, all your fragile stuff. Uh, we do copying, printing, faxing, scanning. We do everything you can think of except... Amazon QR codes. There you go. And remember, if you have a hockey stick, cut it in half. Exactly. It's cheaper to send. Cut it in half. Cheaper don't, to send it. Don't, don't do that, please. Do you think someone's going to do it and then try to sue us? <laughs> I, I guess. I Consider sh- the source. I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that that was, that was below the belt. Oof. That was that wasn't even nice. Oh. I'm going to order extra food since you're treating this morning. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Talk of the Town. Uh, Let's take our last commercial. Let's call this our last commercial break. Can we do that? Yep. I can make that happen. Kind of commingle them all because we are joined in the studio. Oh, it sounds so nice to say this. Mayor-elect Roger Reinert is going to join us, and he's got a big smile on his face, but he also is probably tired as heck. This guy was uh, out like at 5 in the morning, Wednesday morning, taking lawn signs down. He never stops. We'll be back with uh, Mayor-elect Roger Reinert after this. Encore Event and Party Express has the rentals you need for your upcoming party or event. They've got you covered with tents and canopies, ready to gather with tables, chairs, linens, and dinnerware, ready for fun with bounce houses, games, dunk tanks, dance floors, staging, and much more. Visit Encore online at EncorePartyExpress.com or call 218-724-4646 and start planning your event today. A new season is here, and Lundeen Productions is proud to announce the Bluebird Foundation's Christmas by the Lake fundraising event at the Clyde Events Center on Wednesday, December 6th, and the premier wedding planning event, the Duluth Wedding Show, Saturday, January 13th at the deck. For more information, visit bluebirdfoundation.org or duluthweddingshow.com, Facebook, or call 218-727-1177. Lundeen Productions, your event and marketing experts for more than 50 years. Produced by ShowPro. You live life to the fullest. In fact, you spend every day focusing on living. But taking time to focus on what happens after life will ease the burden on your loved ones. Sunrise Funeral Home and Cremation Services can remove the pain of planning so your family can spend the time celebrating your life, not worrying about arrangements. Call Sunrise Funeral Home, Cremation Services, and Cemetery today to create a pre-funded plan, locking in prices and removing unexpected costs for those you love most. Visit SunriseFuneralHomeAndCemetery.com to learn more. This is KDAL's Talk of the Town with Tracy Lundeen. To listen to the previous shows, check out the Talk of the Town podcast at KDAL610.com, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
traffic jam. All right, you're listening to Talk of the Town. We are back, brought to you by Benna Ford Auto Center, featuring Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. I need to stand. In the studio with me right now is Mayor-elect Roger Reiner. Wow, what a whirlwind week, huh, Roger? Yeah, is it uh, Saturday? I, it I, is. <laughs> It's so funny, you know, Tracy, I was thinking as I was getting ready to come down and like, you know, we did the show a week ago and campaign time and transition time are very different. Like, you know, a week in campaign time felt like a month. And now as I think about, you know, trying to get ready for uh, January 8th, I think would be the swearing in. It's like two months doesn't seem like enough time. It's going to fly by, especially with two holidays in there. So January 8th is the... I uh, think. I'm waiting okay. for some sort of official notice, but my math would be, I think it's January 8th. Somewhere so, right around there. Yeah, don't write that down, folks, at home. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll get something more official, but that's the date I'm tracking. Now, will that be a public swearing-in, I assume, yeah. down at the deck or somewhere? Or? Yep, yep. Um, I'm not sure where they'll set that up at, but of course, we'll do the new counselors as yep. well and some, some returning counselors, which I'm excited about. So I, I was going to say, you know, and, and, uh, and I, and I said this earlier in the show today, uh, to the listeners, you know, because you see stuff on social media and it's not Roger Reinert has been elected the mayor of Duluth. Okay. Everybody forget about the past. We're moving (laughs) forward here. Okay. No need to pile on. No need to nothing. We have a new mayor starting January 8th, we think, or right in that area. And, uh, you know, uh, a mayor that, uh, you know, is is going to uh, represent the community and uh, focus on those core issues that you got right. elected on. Yeah. And, and that's just so exciting. But uh, the transition must be just daunting. Well, and I, you know, I think uh, I've had so many folks say, oh, I, 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 first of all, I'm sure you guys did it already, but um, just want to uh, say a word to my fellow veterans that are out there and listening. You know, happy isn't the right word uh, on Veterans Day. Right. But, uh, you know, it's a day, I think, for most of us that, you know, brings up uh, positive memories and pride of our service, but also lots of uh, challenging times and the sacrifices that go along with that. So I will say shipmates because I'm Navy, but that covers all of uh, all of our services. But thanks, shipmates. Uh Genuinely appreciate your service. Uh, really proud to, to stand with you on this Veterans Day. Um, but to, to your question, you know, so many folks have been like, oh, I hope you're getting some rest, some well-deserved time off. <laughs> no, no. Like, for, first of all, I think I've had over a thousand messages since Tuesday and I like I'm someone who responds. So I've been trying to slowly work through those. <clears throat> Took Wednesday off to pick up yard signs, as you said. And folks, if you see one out there, um, let us know, or better yet, bring it to 2110 West First Street and just drop it off. Um, we're uh, we're uh, thoughtfully uh, storing those, and then um, you know, and then I went back to work on Thursday. You know, I've got my law firm, so now I've got to start the process of winding that down and um, wrapping up work with clients, moving clients to others, and then of course I'm teaching at Scholastica, so. Um, you know, my students thought that the rest of the semester would just disappear, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't. So I've got some uh, grading to catch up on there and then, you know, to start thinking about the, the transition. So, yeah. And, and a transition isn't as simple as having someone hand you the keys to the building. Yeah, right. I mean, you've got an administration to put together. I mean, I, I'm assuming, uh, way too early to talk in, in, any kind of specifics, yeah. but I assume you're going to want a large group of your own team put into places, uh, 
you know, spokespeople and different stuff like that. So yeah. what? Uh, well, and, you know, here's what I will share with folks. And first of all, um, I do want to thank Mayor Larson for her service. I, I think anyone who puts their name on a ballot always has my respect. Anyone who serves, it is an often thankless job. So, you know, whether you agreed with her and her administration's policies and priorities, let's just set that aside. Um you know, in six months, I'll be the one that you're upset with. Uh, and <laughs> I'm well aware of that. So, I, you know, I do appreciate that. And I do want to share that um, uh, she reached out the day after, both with a text and an email um, with congratulations, offered her help for a smooth and positive transition. I think we both believe that's important for the community. So, um, you know, what I'd share with you and listeners today is, you know, the transition will look kind of three phases. Despite the risky and dangerous language, I'm actually pretty methodical about how I go about things. So, you know, one, I will look at that leadership team. Um, two, with my leadership team, we'll look at the organizational structure, the department structure, how can we best deliver on those core issues that we talked about over the last 10 months and clearly voters responded to, you know, and then three, we'll look at the right department <coughs> level leaders to help make sure we're moving forward on those priorities. I'm sure that's something that people will be watching with great interest, whether it be from the chief administrative officer all the way down to the various department heads and uh yep. you certainly want a team that uh is on the same page as you are that shares beliefs and values and and vision for the city right Correct. right so you know on monday i'll send a, a formal letter to the administration asking for permission because they're they're this administration's employees not mine um so asking for permission to connect with the city admi administrator the city attorney the fire chief police chief the city engineer and the head of planning and economic development. You know, those are key leaders I want to talk to you right away and just sort of start to make that assessment. You know, do we have shared priorities? Do we have shared values? And can we have a productive working relationship? You know, and for folks at home, those are the mayor gets to appoint all of those positions as well as the department level leaders, kind of like Congress. They need a council approval. Sure. Um, so I'll also be reaching out to the uh, counselors that are returning, the counselor elects and start to build those relationships um, where I don't already have um, good ones. Uh, and then, you know, trying to wrap up the campaign. I, I said this on Tuesday evening, and Tracy, I appreciate you being there, um, and have said it repeatedly over the last week. It's really important to put the campaign behind us. Yes. Um, this was a hard-fought um, 10 months or, or more, honestly. And we move forward as Duluthians, whether you were with me, not with me, undecided, doesn't matter. We're now all Duluthians. I am your mayor, um, and uh, I'm I'm just passionate about our community and seeing us do better on those core city services, and that's what people expect when they pay taxes. One of the things you said during the campaign and, again, during your speech on Tuesday night was Duluth's a great city, mm -hmm. but it should be exceptional. And, and that just really was so true. I used to get the chills when I'd be out of town on business for a week or two or three, coming in down Thompson Hill and looking at Duluth. I love this city, mm -hmm. that, that probably same love that you feel for Absolutely. Duluth. Yeah. But, but I've, I've become a little bit tainted in, in seeing the ugliness of what's been going on in the city at times where I look and I go, you know, this is, it's a beautiful city, it's a good city, but... What you said about it just summed up even how I, I wonder how many other people feel that way. I, I have to believe 
thousands. Yeah. You know, and I think a, a lot of things, Tracy, I talked about during the campaign were things that I genuinely felt. I'm, I'm uh, big on being authentic, but also heard others saying to me, so, you know, that it's time for something different. It wasn't a slogan we came up with. That, I mean, it was literally one end of town to the other. People said that. They said it differently <laughs> sometimes, yeah. but they were saying the same thing. And I do think that's true. And so, you know, one of the things I'm going to be saying to, our, uh, to all of us as Duluthians is, number one, we can't be accepting this new norm. Um, number two, like see something. Don't just say something. See something. Do something. Um, I want to give folks permission to be active um, solution uh, problem solvers in our community and partners. So even like walking in, I set the garbage on the on the street. I pick it up. I bring it with me. I put it in the garbage can. Those little things are the things that signal to others, whether it's our neighbors, our friends, or our visitors, how we feel about our community. So when we walk by something that's broken, we walk by trash on the street, we walk by problems and just shrug it or maybe even i think more concerningly just stop even seeing those things that becomes our new norm so i will talk a lot about that because the city cannot do everything nor should it um there is a huge role for us as everyday duluthians just to do a little a little bit every day that's going to help us um get closer to that exceptional that we ought to be and i know we have, we have a lot of people that do not feel comfortable and you alluded to this during the campaign even coming downtown, they do not feel comfortable. They do not feel safe. I've said this before, and I think I've said it to you. We don't. We tell our guests to please park in front of the building when they come in on Saturday mornings because we don't feel that the parking ramp is a safe place. It's, yeah. you know, for people to park. And even on election day, there was another incident right. in the ramp that didn't really make the front page news. But it's it's such a huge huge problem in it and it's not like mayor reinert can walk in and wave a wand and fix everything overnight (laughs) but i think it's going to take a new way of addressing this stuff right well and clearly that's why the police chief is uh, high on that list um you know um, these city leader current city leaders didn't have a lot of interaction with me during the campaign get that but now it's time for us to have those conversations talk about where we're at how we get to where we want to you know superior street has definitely moved in a more positive direction first street is still really challenging i always say you know it's it it's a veterans day i'm wearing literally the boots i wore in afghanistan um my my norm of uh being safe is probably or what is dangerous is maybe a little different um than the uh everyday persons and yet you know as i'm coming in i you know i see somebody on the corner who clearly um does not have a home um is um panhandling and i i will say what i've said for the last almost a year not good for that individual not good for our community not good for our downtown so we certainly have work to do. Um, I smiled a little, Tracy, in those comments you just made because, you know, we heard about the magic wands uh, a little bit from the other team during the campaign. But truly, there are no magic solutions. But there are clear priorities. There is language that addresses those priorities. And there is an expectation of accountability both in the community and in City Hall. And uh, I will be very persistent about that. That's really encouraging to hear, and I'm sure the listeners are excited to hear that. Uh, you you have to be happy with the way the council races turned out. Uh, you've got a pretty, I would say, a pretty reasonable group of a, a reasonable majority yeah. now going into your first uh, first term. 
uh, as mayor, a pretty reasonable group of people on the council. Well, certainly, uh, um, congratulations, Councillor Forsman. Uh, particularly excited about that. Um, really got to know Eric well during the campaign. Obviously knew him before. Um, but we're very aligned. And he is now sort of the senior statesman on the council. And uh, that is uh, helpful. And I, I don't think anyone will be surprised. The mayor gets to appoint one of the at-large city councilors as a, a mayor pro tem. Um, and uh, Councillor Forsman will be my first choice uh, for that role. Well, you heard that right here <laughs> on Talk of the Town, folks. Although I don't think that should be surprising. I, you know, <laughs> um, clearly the, uh, the voters think well of him. I think well of him, and he has the experience to uh, sort of be that backup mayor, if you will. Um, uh, Lynn Nephew, congratulations. Excited about that as well. Um, Tara Swenson uh, in the 4th, my district. Um, congratulations um, to her. And I am really eager to have sort of, I mean, you used it, reasonable, just kind of a moderate middle. Um, and also, frankly, and Tracy, we've, we've seen it over time. It's helpful and healthy to have both some more left and right folks as well. That's, that's a good group that functions well. You know, and I took to the legislature something I learned from having um, folks like um, Lori Johnson, my friend Charlotte Gardner, who were definitely more left of me, and then Jim Stauber, definitely more right of me, and building those personal relationships. Um, and it was something I struggled with at the Capitol, where it's like, you're on the other team. You're not just bad, you're evil. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. We may disagree on priorities or even how we get there, but that doesn't make you an evil person. And, you know, so I'm excited to um, build those relationships with the council as well. And I hope that the council sees in me a mayor who thinks of myself as a partner, not a boss. I've even used that language with um, city employees that have reached out. Hey, I'm excited to have a new boss or to have you as my boss. And I'm like, time out. I'm your partner. I'm not your boss. I, I have a, a different role, but we are on a team together. And that's something I'm, I'm really eager to bring to City Hall culture. I think people are looking forward to that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're with Roger. Uh, Mayor Elect. No, Rod, please. Mayor Elect. Here, here's my <laughs> first. I call him Rog. Here's my first mayoral edict. If you've known me for like more than a year, please use my name and not the title. <laughs> I mean, the title. Seriously, I mean, as with the military, the title has an appropriate place. Um, but this job has a way of um, changing people. Yeah. And I want to be the guy doing the thing and not the thing. So uh, even with my friends, my longtime running friends in a text group, like Mayor Bob, I'm like, hey, no, 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 I'm Roger. And when we're running, I am Roger. I still call you Roger. Yeah, nice. please okay. do. Thank you. So now, uh, Roger. Thank you. <laughs> Andy Perfetti, who you just finally got to meet and put a face to and, and everything here, he really, you know, he lives in Superior. But his mother is a lifelong resident of, uh, the, as we still call it, the West End. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, she just has one request of your administration. Is it streets? Uh, could yeah. you get her street fixed? <laughs> yeah. Atlantic and Wellington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, there you go, Mom. We got yeah. it across. Yeah. <laughs> we told the mayor. Yeah. Right here, the new mayor. Yeah. One of our five big issues. So I am actually, you know, th this is, Tracy, you've known me for a long time. Uh, I am the kind of geek that is excited to sit down, not just with our current staff, but with other smart folks. You know, one of the, the one of the uh, bummers, kids probably don't use that word anymore, but one of the, the bummers for me is I really think well of Jim Benning, our city engineer. I, I think he is 
on a path to retire this year after many, many years of service. And, you know, in that change, we'll, we'll have the, the fun of uh, hiring a new city engineer. And so somebody who is knowledgeable about aging infrastructure, which we clearly have, somebody who is knowledgeable about how we look at the system and design it so that we can maintain it well, that's really exciting to me. And then to, you know, to look at what our partners do and do well. I mean, St. Louis County, kudos. You know, you maintain 3,000 miles compared to our 460 and do an excellent job doing it. And I've had some of those conversations. Look forward to having more of those. I mean, there are ways. We can't continue to do what we're doing, but there are ways that we can do better and get on top of this. What a great example of St. Louis County. Now, I live on a St. Louis County road. Oh, well, Morris Thomas. So you have a nice street. And, and, I, and I do. Yeah. And what they have done to that street and how they maintain it. Yeah. Almost every year or every other year with the the oil or whatever they use yep. and the coating. Crack ceiling. And I'll tell you what, they do that on LeVake as well. And it's it's absolutely great yeah. how they take care of this. And I travel a lot up north in St. Louis County up to the Chisholm Side Lake area, and they've done that on Highway 5. Yeah. I mean, they really know how. They've taken that half percent. Yep. Half percent, right? Yep. That they, they Same receive. Same half percent we have. Yeah. Yep. And they have just done a wonderful job with it countywide. And what they would tell you, and, you know, uh, I, I talked about this during the campaign, but go out to 57th Avenue West in Cody. Look to your left. That's city. Look to your right. That's county. And it's night and day. I mean, it's night and day. Go up to Bayview Heights on our side of Boundary Avenue and on the Proctor side of Boundary Avenue, you know, it's night and day. On the Proctor side, you've got crack ceiling, you've got maintenance, and on our side, you've got deterioration. So, you know, one of the things we have to tackle is, you know, what the county did when they got their half cent was they bonded against it and uh, spent almost $70 million in, I think, three years to wow. build. So they could really go from the... And then once they got, you know, what the county engineer told me was you have to get over this hill of diminishing returns. So they got past that and now spend 80% of their half cent maintaining. Wow. And 20% rebuilding. And we spend 100% rebuilding. Meanwhile, everything else gets worse. So, you know, there, there are other things that we can learn if we're a little bit humble and go to others and say, hey, you're doing a really good job. Can you teach me what you're doing? So, sure. What a great model. I yeah. mean, you've got all, you have all these examples out there of things that have worked. Yeah. And, and another one of the things that you said during the campaign, and I've used it uh, at my, my, one of my businesses, is get to yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've never been a big fan of people that go, I can't, I tried, or I couldn't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't buy into that. And yeah. I was taught that at a young age by a mentor of mine. And it's like, how do you get to yes? And right. you said that repeatedly. Word for word. And, and it's, it's and that has to be our motto. You know, we have planning, we have zoning, we have a code. And if it's in, I always say, if it's inside that fence, like it's how do we get to yes? You know, and, and if the issue, if there's some a, a project we don't like, a project we don't want that should be reflected in our zoning and our code, not by individual judgment, and certainly not by me. And I said this re repeatedly throughout the campaign as well. Number one, we want business. Um, we want to be a good place to do business because commercial property tax pays our bills. Um, and number two, it doesn't matter if I will ever go to the business or spend a dollar there. Like, it's not up to me as an individual. If it's permissible, if it's within code and it's within our zoning, 
that our job is to make it happen and make it happen on a reasonable timeline because we're just losing out to our neighbors because it takes us so long to move projects forward. And that's been one of the things Jim Caesar has told me repeatedly, and I've seen it in action over in Superior yep. across the bridge. Hermantown. Yeah, I was going to say, anytime and, and, you need advice, just, you know, people in Superior are willing to talk to you. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I kudos to Superior. I mean, Tower is just an amazing experience. I, um, uh, for my birthday, it's July. I went over. I've got a friend who's got a floating Airbnb, which, by the way, is illegal in Duluth, but a floating Airbnb at the Loon's Foot Marina. Um, so it's called the Griffin. If anybody wants a super unique stay, highly recommend it. Um, so spent my birthday evening there. My sister was visiting. So we uh, hung out over there and then had breakfast at Superior Waffles the next morning mm -hmm. and, you know, took a little bit to be on vacation. As soon as I'm over the bridge, I feel like I'm on vacation. Um, and it was, you know, things and kudos, right? We shouldn't be threatened by that. We should applaud that great things right. are happening in Superior. Well, and what's good for the whole it, the region. region. Yep. And uh, like like Jim has always told me, they you, you get you sit down at a table and everybody's there to help. Right. Get to yes. Yep. And one of the things that I'm eager to do in the first hundred days is have a gathering of our regional elected officials. Like, let's get together. No set agenda. Um, just start to build all those relationships because. Housing is a regional issue. Economic development is a regional issue. Public safety, the um, supportive, all these things are regional issues. None of these issues stop at a city boundary. And it was so profound to me during the campaign because daily, multiple times a day, somebody, I call them our near neighbors, uh, you know, Superior, Two Harbors, Esco, Proctor, Hermantown, the townships would say, I don't live in Duluth, but if I did, and I'm like, of course, because everything we do matters to you. Um, so, it, you know, we're a hub, but we're a hub that's connected to the entire region. Um, and so I'm excited to, you know, I don't know what the rhythm will be, if it's twice a year, if it's annually, but to gather regional elected officials. And let's talk about these big issues that we all deal with um, and that cross our municipal boundaries. What a great idea. Public, uh, public safety. Yeah. You've got uh, challenges. You have challenges. Sure. We'll yeah. have challenges. Yeah. Particularly with staffing, yep. uh, equal or equal competitive pay, I guess, sure. would be one of the things. Yeah. Uh, a chief, uh, you know, you've got people in place, obviously, now. Yep. But uh, I imagine you're going to be taking a pretty hard look at all of that. Well, and again, that's that short list of people I'm looking forward to meeting with soon as possible because that is the leadership team um, as well as uh, um, a director of communications um, that is, you know, I come come from my Navy perspective as a public affairs officer, like your talker is at the table as well. So um, and we definitely want to do a better job at the city and talking about the things we're doing, why we're doing them and how you as a taxpayer taxpayer know we're making progress on these issues. But when we look at public safety, recruitment, retention is an is a big issue. You know, was really um, honored to have both fire and police supporting me in this race and actively got out there and were helpful. And what I've said to them is, you know, we want to have competitive pay. We're probably not going to top the scale, but we can't be the bottom. Right. And, and, you know, in fire, we're close to the bottom and in police, we're below the median. Competitive pay, good benefits and a great place to work. And one of our biggest challenges, Tracy, is actually hanging on to people once we get them. And so, you know, I'm hopeful that they will see in me a good partner. 
um, who is interested in creating that good environment for them to work where they feel supported and that helps us retain people. And I've told both fire and police, like we are gonna go actively recruit and I'm like, you need me to do a video, you want me to like, what it, whatever that uh, recruitment campaign looks like, I'm, I'm in. Um, this is a place that we want people to come. And I've said this too, our best recruiters are our current employees. And right now they're not saying, hey, this is a great place to work, come work with me. They're saying, you know, great if you want to be a firefighter just don't do it here and we need to that's that's you know topic number one we need we need to change that so that our current employees are our best recruiters a couple of my very good friends were at the uh event on tuesday night that are in our public safety ranks whether it be police or fire sure and they were just so excited yeah because they were they really want a want to really be heard Yep. And and I think that they, they love their jobs, but they don't love going to work anymore. Love their jobs, proud to serve. We are proud of them, and I think that was really rewarding in the campaign. Uh, you know, I just want our, our uh, fire and police to hear this community does support you, overwhelmingly yeah. supports you, and I know you don't always feel that, so we have to give voice to that. Of course we expect accountability. What I said to both fire and police was, um, I will take an oath of office. You have taken an oath to serve, and we will hold each other accountable to the highest standard of those oaths. But I will also have your back. You know, if there are issues, we will address them, but I'm not going to assume that there are issues. Um, and that, I think, is something that they need to hear, especially when we ask them to go out every day and do difficult jobs. So, you know, I'm excited to be their partner. Ride-alongs are not just a campaign thing. That is how I work. You know, I'm looking forward to doing a snowplow ride-along. Like, I want to be in the overnight when they're out there in the middle of a storm so I really understand what they're uh, grappling with and can communicate that to the to the um, taxpayers as we try to do better on those things. And I will also continue to visit our fire halls. I'll also continue. Um, one of the most impactful things in the entire campaign was I went up to the public safety building for the um, the turnout, the shift changeover, the, sure. the, the every four-day thing. <coughs> you know, our, our cops get a basically an intel briefing. Here's who's out there, and here's what they're up to, and here's what to be looking for as I kind of turn over the keys to you for the next four days. I'm going to be doing that on a regular basis because city leadership needs to be hearing the same thing that our law enforcement is hearing. You know, that night I heard we had a level one sex offender who we believed was in possession of a weapon. Oh, boy. Um, and we ended up, sure enough, where we thought this person was with like eight officers and guns drawn. And that's something the community doesn't usually see unless it happens to be happening on your block. Uh, and I think a leader needs to have that that information. I've even been on a ride along just from this show perspective yeah. to, to have a feeling for what's going on. And it was one of the biggest. Yep. They said, when do you want to go? And I said, I want to go on the warmest summer night on a weekend, <laughs> and I want to be downtown. <laughs> and I did. And I yep. and, and it's not that I'm a big, daring, uh, I'm yeah. a fraidy cat. But, I mean, I went because I wanted to see just exactly what was going on. And holy cow. Yeah, and it's what an, an eye-opener. It's an opportunity open to any citizen of our community. So, And I suggest you, you take a look at doing it. Yep. Well, Roger, the time goes by very, very quickly. <laughs> But, uh, boy, congratulations. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Your friendship and support. Listeners, I know many of you were supportive, and I'm so grateful. Um, you know, like Tracy said, we're not, we're not going to do this overnight. It took us a little while to get here. Um, but I am very focused on those core city services and 
you know, once I'm in office, we will get after the after it, and we'll spend the the next two months getting ready to get after it. And my words, folks, be patient. This guy will hear you, and uh, he will do his best every day he goes to work. Roger, thank Absolutely you. Committed. Thanks, Tracy. All right, we have to. Uh, do, do we have a little tiny thing we can put on before we go to JT? Here? You made me move it. Just put the music on for JT. Uh, all, right. All, right. all right, turn the mics off, and I'll be right with JT. JT from Benna Ford Auto Center featuring Ford Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. What's happening, buddy? That was the quickest bathroom break I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was saying goodbye to our new mayor. I mean, our new mayor-elect. And uh, yes. uh, that was an exciting interview. That's awesome, buddy. Hey, good good job, everything you did there. Um, it, we, had a, we had a great day other than the Minnesota Wild. But we yeah. had a, a great day here yesterday. We're talking about that in a little bit. But right now, I want to focus on F-150s, escapes, explorers. We got some great money here, Trace. I got a black crew cab F-150 here, 3.9% for 60 months, total savings of $7,087. Did you hear me, Trace? Did you hear me? Holy and cow. I got a 22 escape here, a white one, 0.9 for 60 months, 2087 off. I have an edge here. 22 edge savings of $3,000 off MSRP. A 24 uh, edge all-wheel drive, 1.9 for 60 months, 1565 off. Bronco Sports, 2.9 for 60 months, and uh, 2200. And here's a cool one: a two-door full-size Bronco hardtop, Badland, 6.9 for 84 months, 2130 dollars off. And real quick, one couple are especially trucking. <laughs> 23 F-150, uh, Tuscany. This is a Badlands. 3.9 for 60 months, $13,611 off. I have a white one here, 22, $16,034 off. I have another silver one here, 16671 and the list goes on. Getting these hot rods out of here, so it's all going on. And, of course, all of our vehicles come with a 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty uh, if they're not the upfit ones. And both here in the Chrysler store, and uh, our used sale is going on 1500 cash for quadrant or 1500 holiday cash. Take your choice off of any of our pre driven cars out there on the lot. It says a lot. We have it all going here. So, guess what? We have a little saying over here. Yeah, it doesn't say benefit in the back, my friends. You, you paid way too much. much. And when the heck are the wild going to win again? Well, I am afraid they're not going to win tomorrow. We got Dallas. Oh, boy. And Dallas, Dallas is 8-3, and they are playing great. Unfortunately, so is Suter. So, we will win. Um, we will win tomorrow because that's the way Minnesota teams function. And then uh, then they're off for a week until 
next Saturday at 10 in the morning and Sunday morning at 7 in the morning over in Sweden. And to celebrate that, to celebrate the Swedish games, uh, we are going to have Lutfisk in the studio. <laughs> oh, yes. By the way, I want to say uh, happy Veterans Day to all those vets out there that have served and are serving right now. Um, so uh, thank you for your service out there, guys. Thank you, JT. Well, hey, you have a great weekend, buddy. You too, my friends. Talk to you. All right. Hey, coming up, the Arrowhead Ice Fishing and Winter Show, December 8th through 10th at the deck. We are going to broadcast live from the Arrowhead uh, uh, Ice Fishing and Winter Show on Saturday, the 9th. Okay? 10 to noon. 10 to noon. Andy, if you if you can work that into your schedule, 10 to noon, we're going to have kind of a little all-star appearance of all the cast and characters from Talk of the Town. See you next Saturday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.